Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Anthony with Anti Everything Podcast. Oh man, uh, so I was on TikTok, right? Yes, I I do indulge in the talk. I was on TikTok, and you know, somebody made a video about about duality, and you know, my my TikTok is all about that kind of crap. I guess I watch that kind of stuff, so they show me those kind of images, but uh, duality in in. It, it reminded me of, um, you know, of of a situation with Batman and Joker. Like over the years, I've never really been a DC fan, really necessarily. But one character in DC that I like the most, and I'm I'm, I'm really really into, is the Joker. Like I think the Joker has a very uh, dynamic story and I'm not sure when it happened you know Batman the Joker been out since I'm probably over exaggerating this but maybe like the 60s or 70s I'm not sure but at, at one point somebody somewhere and of course of course we're talking about a cultist you know if you guys didn't know like you know my 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 theory is you know Hollywood is is deep into ritual and ritualistic things and a lot of these directors and and um production companies they they tell a story behind a story that's behind that story um things that's really deep in the occult you know metaphysical concepts it's all over the place if you want more about that you can listen to my other podcast which i do with k which is called um Oh my God! What is that freaking thing called? Uh, unhinged, unhinged. <laughs> wow. Let's say that's how we record it. Okay, we gotta record. Anyway, um, I'm not gonna make this whole thing about that per se, but we'll be touching on some some things uh, pertaining to that. So anyway, back to the Joker and Batman. It's it's very and so anyway, like I was saying, I don't know where the change happened, but seemingly with the new recent three Batman movies and actually a little bit before that because even in the um the Batman video game uh Arkham Asylum you know they 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 touch on this so I mean why I'm beating around the bush right so for me I'm a decoder I decode movies to show the hidden hidden meaning behind things and so with Batman and Joker, like, you know, they they represent uh, the conscious and the subconscious. Uh, Batman is the conscious, meaning Batman is the body. Joker, however, is more so the consciousness, the, the subconsciousness. Um... From the recent three Batman movies, they really highlighted this like that like, so much. Uh, I'm not gonna get into like breaking down the movies, which I absolutely can. I'll actually love to, but I'm not. But Batman and Joker, even from the comics, and you have some French comic series with Batman and Joker where they actually kill each other, but more times than not, they don't kill each other. Why? Because they can't kill each other. Because they're part of the same thing. Um, if you think about the Batman movie um, with the Joker, um, 
with Heath uh, Ledger's version that it, they dropped so many hints in that one. You know, one of the famous lines that, that, that Joker says in there is like, um, Batman says, well, why did you try to kill me with that terrible raspy voice, right? Well, why you try to kill me? And Joker says, um, I don't want to kill you. Like, you complete me. And, you know, it was like a little funny thing or whatever you want to call it. But that's actually how it is. The issue is whenever you want to hear the real story or the, the uncomfortable truth, listen to the villains. And in this movie, in the Batman movie, if you if you really pay attention, see, Batman's problem is he's trying to put a Band-Aid on the issues, right? He arrests somebody, they go to jail, he gets somebody, they go to jail, blah, 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 blah. That wasn't doing anything. If you really think about it, when Joker, Heath Ledger's character, stepped into the scene, he did what? He stopped organized crime, right? He stopped uh, the um, the uh, the politicians who were corrupt. You know what I mean? He made real change. He made very and if you really think about it, he actually killed very little people in that movie. I know you gotta say, but he killed somebody. Good enough. Sometimes sacrifices need to be made but in reality he killed very little people he killed rachel he put her in that situation to kill rachel he killed um the other well one other henchman in the opening scene he uh, shot the guy or whatever he killed uh the dude that played spawn uh, uh gamble whatever his name was he killed um that guy that was pretending to be um, Batman with the hockey stuff on. So, you know, he had, yeah, he, he, he has, he, he's killed people. But when you flip to the next film, which is part three, they open up by saying, since the issues, since, since the second Batman movie, there was peace in Gotham for seven years. So after Joker did his thing, Gotham had, it was a peaceful Gotham for seven years. You know, to let you know, he did the uncomfortable things that Batman couldn't do. And, and in my opinion, Batman served more of a ant, um, antagonist more than a protagonist. If you if you really can get past, you know, the feel good story. At any rate, um, so you see Batman, he's he's, you know, it lets you know with Batman that he's very human. Right, and I mean that in the derogatory sense. <laughs> he's very human. He's he, he's still dealing with the death of his parents. I mean, 20, 30, 40 years uh, after it happened. Now you know gr- grief is different, but his that drives him. You know, so you don't even know if he's really doing this to save Gotham or he's trying to amends for his for his parents death but his parents death in my opinion is oddly affecting him at the age he is like he's a grown man like he's pushing 50 40 50 uh, maybe 40 I'm, I'm kind of jumping to go with 50 
but like I get it it sucks right but so it almost feels like saving Gotham is like what he wants to tell people but he's dealing with mommy and daddy issues and you know that that seems for me a telltale sign that he is very much wraps up wrapped up in humanity so much to where he he's not understanding or respecting you know the subconscious the the part of ourselves that um keep us automated the the important self the sunken place like the sunken place in that movie get out wasn't a bad place that that was the that was a switch you know we all look at the sunken places oh she, she put him in the sunken place but the sunken place is where you would want to be that's an that was pure creation that was the subconscious like buddy was in the subconscious but because he didn't understand what it was it became fearful and the powers to be know that we don't understand those concepts so while she put him in pure creation to where he can make some things happen he was more so afraid if anything you know he was very you know afraid and oh falling 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 but that was in pure creation and they they highlighted this sunken place and and multiple movies in a movie soul if you if you saw the movie soul uh, I want to spoil it, but at one point, when they snatched them from the real world back to the afterworld or whatever you want to call it, they went into this black mass and kind of froze. It's the same concept, the sunken place, which is the subconscious. Um, uh, Inception kind of talks about this when they went to um, Limbo, where they were able to build like no, not Limbo when they yeah Limbo went to Limbo. Uh, when it's like, oh man, you get stuck in limbo. This, 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 and when it was decaying, everything was like black and whatever. Anyway, that's another topic. But anyway, so, um, so Batman is so fucking human. Like he worried about only human problems. Like there's no level of depth to him, depth to him. He's very what you see is what you get. He's very like he's dark. You know, just just a dark sad old man in reality because he's he's oh he's fighting a, a endless battle you know it's just like us we're fighting this endless these endless battles on earth and that's what batman's doing he's doing all this for gotham one city in the world just think about that for a second one city in the world the whole world is fucked up but this one city he's failing miserably because he's not stopping anybody he stopped one one bad guy and then seemingly the next day they're out and they're starting to really highlight this I, I, i'm reading a uh, batman um a batman's uh comic series right now it's called the three jokers and and in that um a red hood which is robin whatever it's telling batman, telling batman like yo like you, you you know you arrest them and put them in jail they come right back you've been doing this for decades like what are you really doing so when these bad guys get out they kill a drove of people but he he go you know tearing up the whole city to catch this one guy again to put him in jail you know it's like the rat race you know 
and when you read, I know it's a comic book, and I know it's, 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 it's you know, it's just, you know, folly, I guess, whatever, it's not real, but when you really think about these things logically, it tells a different story, and insert Joker, now, Joker is the flamboyant, you know, colorful um, character, the stark opposite of Batman, the total opposite of them. Just like our subconscious. Our subconscious is is obviously not... It doesn't operate on the physical. It's more of a symbol kind of thing. And I'll get into how Hollywood is using clowns now. I'm going to get into that in a second. But, um, like I said, Joker, the flamboyant one, he gets shit going. Like in the movie, he got shit happening. He, he really was solving the problems of Gotham you know, while Batman, um, did none of it, and so these two forces, and, and, you know, I, I loosely translated, you know, the word, um, uh, Gotham, and it's the, the, the origin of the word, oh man, I may be off with this, because, again, guys, I don't make notes for these things, I just based upon, like, memory of certain things, so I did look up, the etymology of the word Gotham, and loosely it means um, something like uh, Gotham. I think it's from from England or Scottish, and it loosely translates to the head of, like the head, of the the head of something. And so, if you really, if you want to use that that definition or that uh, the origin of that word, it's like Batman and Joker are playing out this game in the head, which is Gotham which is the duality of our struggle as man, right? Struggle with mundane earthly things and more internal things. It's a, it's a battle. Neither can win. You know, uh, it's a, uh, it's a native proverb and it says, uh, loosely it says, you know, this kid is like, Oh no, the grandfather's like, there are two wolves that lives inside us and they're both fighting to get out. And, the, the wise grandfather is like, um, you know, no, the, the son, uh, the grandson is like, well, which one gets out? And they said the one you feed the most. Like, you can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of the subconscious. And the subconscious needs the physical body. Without the physical body, the, the subconscious doesn't have a way to interpret itself through our actions. Um, so, uh, back to the, to the Arkham, the, the video game the Arkham Asylum movie, uh, at the, the, like the end of the scene, the end of the movie, uh, the movie, the end of the game, and actually I didn't play this in like years, so maybe it wasn't the end of the game per se, but it was when Batman was locking up Joker, and uh, he put him in a cage, and and Joker is, is 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 begging and pleading, it was like, no, don't do this, don't do this, like no, 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 and then when he's 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 fading off into the cell. He says, um, uh, he whispers in this very, like, dramatic, kind of tear-jerking way, like, I need you. You know, essentially, which, which, you know, he does, you know, because the subconscious needs a body. And and the the, the character of Batman doesn't understand uh, that aspect, you know, of, like, him and Joker are married. They are the same thing different sides of the coin and uh so I, again i don't know when they i think they, they they decided to 
Okay, even certain comics, they 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 they, they, they elude to this theory so heavy. I don't have any references right now, but even in the movies, um, even in the the recent movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, you know, the Joker movie, which I absolutely love because it plays into this theory that I'm saying. Because at the end of that movie. Basically, in this world that he was in, it's saying that the the Batman and the Joker character are technically not even real at all. They were only uh, figments of the imagination of Arthur, who at the end of the movie, you, you realize he was in the mental facility the whole time. And the therapist asked him, he, he was giggling, she was like, what's so funny? He was like... Uh, oh, it's a joke. She's like, oh, what's the joke? He's like, you won't get it. That Batman actually never exists. Never existed. Neither did the Joker. Just they were imagine, um, an imagination of this guy in a mental hospital. Um, so so it, it plays with that theory a lot. Um, uh, even when that scene where Joker... Well, the well, Arthur, he didn't become Joker yet. When Arthur met young Bruce Wayne, you know, um, it was almost like, 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 like a, like, like a meeting of the mind, um, or what have you. Um, so, yeah, uh, I find it madly interesting. That's why anything with Joker, I'm reading because he's the motherfucker to listen to. Uh, it, it, when you move past the crazy. You know, and 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 um, that's a nice segue to to what they do. Like a lot of times in Hollywood, they use the bad guy because what nobody's gonna listen to the bad guy. They want fucking Superman to fucking Superman to shit out this scene or this movie, and you're gonna root for Superman. You're gonna want to shit on the bad guy, but in the bad guy's point of view, like Thanos, listen, say what you will. You know, right, wrong, or indifferent, he has firsthand experience with overpopulation on his planet which was titan he has the experience he's like yeah no i know what i'm talking about because of my planet i suggested the same thing and i said if you don't the whole world gonna you know die hey you know (laughs) say what you will you know like whatever you know i'm not mad at him I'm not cheering him either, but I'm not mad at him. He had to make the unnecessary decisions. And that's how life is. Life is not, you know, you make the good decision and, and it happens. No, sometimes the good decision, bad things is included in that for the greater good, you know? So he saw the universe finna be shit. So he's like, yo, I'm finna get rid of half of this shit. I'm not gonna pick on what I get rid of. I'm just gonna snap and it's gonna be random and fair. Boom. Anyway. Um, so, but they also use fear. They also use fear as a tactic to um, to get you to miss the point. And the greatest movie that showed me this, and I didn't pick this up to the recent one, was the the, the killer clown. It, y'all, you guys know the killer clown. It, Pennywise, right? And it hit me like a ton of bricks at one one point that. Pennywise was actually the protagonist of the fucking movie. And it was uh, coincidental that he's also a clown. 
And um, I looked up the origins of clown and tried to find like some meanings of it. And, and most of it was very surface level. So I probably had to do some meditation and kind of get a more esoteric kind of vibe off that. Um, but things I looked up didn't, didn't really scream out to me. You know, it was just pretty like mundane kind of origins. Um, however, I would say, you know, um, nobody takes the fool serious. You know, nobody takes the fool serious. If I was like an assassin or something back in the fucking medieval times, I'd come in as a jester, a jester, get closer to the king, being a fool. You know, no, everybody ignores the fool, hey, whatever. So in the movie It, Pennywise was the protagonist from my point of view because, you know, he represented, again, the subconscious mind trying to free these, I believe there were seven or five, I don't know, that's another thing. I think it was five, was he? One, two, it was a girl, it was a black guy, it was the, uh, fuck it, don't, whatever. He, so he, he represented the subconscious to free to be able to free these these children who be who, who oh, I can't talk tonight the fuck uh, to free these children who have now become adults who would steal from their ordeals from the past in their adulthood still dealing with the number one killer which is fear and they all they all could not move past in their lives. Even the ones that was quote unquote successful, they were still tormented by whatever it was that tormented them. So in it, all it really did honestly was unlock or free them from their 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 situations. If it was George, it was a uh, the, the guy that, that played George's brother, the older guy. You know, he was still holding on to his brother's death. You know, um, the girl was in an abusive relationship because her dad was abusive when she was a kid. You know, um, the chubby kid who grew up to be like the, the buff, you know, handsome guy. He was still dealing with the insecurities of being a, a, a small, fat kid. The black kid was still dealing with um, the, the fire that was started. It, just all these things. And they had to go through uh, the one guy dealing with his sexuality, you know, and... All it did was, yeah, I have to use this fear to, uh, once you don't fear me, that's how you, that's how you know you're free. You're free to now conquer everything that's holding you back. And so by the end of the movie, um, so they, they left the town as kids, you know, they left the town and went out about their lives, but, but metaphorically, they were still stuck in dairy. When they say nobody leaves dairy, that's what they're saying. Dairy represented a personal hell. Nobody leaves dairy. You know? And so they did. They carried dairy with them all over the world, wherever they were, because they did not address that trauma. So it came to the scene and said, listen, I'm gonna do the shit that scares you. And if this if this gonna either make or break you. And I think about that one dude at the end of the movie. When he was on top of it as as his like natural form, he was stabbing him and shit, whatever. When he said this, he said, "Oh, I got him. I think he's dead." Basically saying like, "Oh, I think I'm doing good. I think I'm not scared anymore." Instead of saying, 
no, I know this shit is dead. And right at that moment, he killed him to let you know that this shit gonna make or break you. The fear you're holding on to, all this shit is gonna make or break you. You need to step in confidence. They no, 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 this motherfucker is dead. I digress. So when they, how did they kill it? All they had to do to kill it was just stop being scared of it. That was it. Once they released that fear of it and realized they had the power, it was dying. And he was saying, you guys are all grown up. I'm so proud of you or something like that. But he was saying, you guys are all grown up. And he smirked in a way saying like, okay, I can fucking leave now. Uh, Y'all not killing me. I can leave. My purpose was for you to grow up and move past this trauma. And so when that happened, they all jumped into this 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 river or pond or what have you. And, you know, you guys may know my theory with water is whenever they represent, whenever water is present, that normally represents when you submerge yourself and you come up, it represents a new, it represents uh, a um uh, a mental freedom or clarity or the cleansing the cleansing of old ways um you know egyptian is the water of noon um you know they, they, they say metaphorically when the when the sun goes down go down on the horizon it dies and get rebirthed as a moon or some shit like that um so when they at the end they all jumped into that water metaphorically representing they all came up and they all you know, you would think based upon their actions towards the end, got over that trauma. And they all had to deal. And at the end, it was showing them they real hard. What's your fucking trauma? It was showing them that. And they all had to overcome that particular trauma. And so, in my opinion, again, a clown, just like the Joker, was a necessary, un- uncomfortable truth and a con- uh, uncomfortable way of, of, um, freeing yourself um i got a lot more about this topic but we're approaching 28 minutes and i hate to be even this close this long but um you know like you know just just you know i don't like to say we all should you know look at her no no fuck that do what you want to do but for me i found you know a great benefit of understanding that i'm multifaceted i mean i have a conscious and a subconscious mind and I like to feed them both and um give you an example of that I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous episode but um I was driving down the street and on this like busy street and a piece of white paper that was laminated you know like flew on the windshield and on it was uh, one eleven, one one one. That's a number that you know everybody sees. But for me, you know that number represents you know it's like almost like um, clarity or confirmation, rather confirmation of whatever I'm currently thinking about, whatever is like on my mind. I'm on the right path. So that's what that's what I take it as, and so. That you know, so I you know it, it slid, slid up the car, so I parked, went to the street, and I got it. And I'll actually post it if I find it. What did I do with the thing? I'm gonna post it um, when I find it. Uh, but see, that's me, you know, touching into 
my subconscious side. You know, my subconscious says this number is telling me something. The subconscious doesn't have a language. That's the thing about it. Subconscious works through symbols. Like, um, I, for example, if you, if you know, you're like, damn, I don't know why I'm scared of dogs. You know what I'm saying? Or, or better yet, I dream of dogs or I dream of elephants. So a lot of people that like to run to, um, you know, Google, what does dream of the elephant mean? You're only getting an interpretation from somebody else, which in my opinion is, is, you know, not a good idea. But so you need to say, okay, well, what does elephants mean to me? You know, it's a symbol. And that's how the, the uh, subconscious, that's the language of it. It's, it's symbols. And um, once you understand the symbols and, and colors and, and meaning of things, when you see like a number three in a way that where you notice that we all see the symbols, but it's the special, special ones that can see it and hear it. Because it's always talking to us all the time. It's trying to get our attention. You know, oh, why am I thinking about, why am I thinking about light poles? Why am I thinking about, you know, lighthouses? Like, you know, your subconscious like, no, it's something about that that you need. It's your it. It's your joker that's trying to communicate to you. Um, But again, there's a lot of devices, a lot of ways that the powers to be like to subdue that keep us busy like honestly be, be, be real when the last time you actually spent time by yourself meaning no distractions no tv no phone no nothing purely by yourself without just being asleep you know you know all of us would say all the, all the time when we really think about it we don't uh, spend enough time by ourselves we're so distracted because when we shut the fuck up our subconscious can reign, but we're too busy being entertained and fucking talking and fucking impressing this. And I got a goal here. My goals and my my path is this. Overthinking everything is like subconscious. Like shut the fuck up and let me tell you some shit. Anyway, I'm past 28 minutes. I'm at literally 30 minutes right now. All right, guys, that's this episode. Um, again, pay attention to your subconscious. Uh, Batman ain't shit, Joker is the shit, and all that good shit. So, talk to you next time, later.